Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. They are here. I, I told them that I would be extremely upset if Dr. Ferguson and Dr. Hodges uh, came to Washington, D.C., and didn't stop by the uh, uh, Sirius XM Eagles Nest. First time here? First yes. time here. Yes. Happy to be here. I assume you all you both have Sirius XM. We both listen. No Correct. doubt. No, oh, Lord, you listen. And yes, I got to tell you. We no, do. Let, now, let me tell <laughs> we you. really let do. Me, let, me, let me tell you. I told I told uh, Doc, <laughs> you know, Terrence, he texts me and says, right. oh, da, 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 da. And I watch the show. I watch Critter Fit. Right. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a fanatic. I, okay. I mean, I really am. Because <laughs> sometimes it comes on here in Washington at uh, 1 in the morning. And, right. and you know, I'm, I, I, sometimes I have insomnia. So I'm, I'm watching. Okay. And I know you're in your car. Right. Yeah. But you're in your car with your staff. Yes, and 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 sometimes your son. Yes, he is. now he's yes. at Morehouse. He's at Morehouse. Right. How's he doing? He is doing fantastic. He's got his progress support all A's. Oh, so God. he's doing great. Go on, yes. yeah. not bad, man. Doing great. So, as you all know, I'm unfiltered. Okay. That's yes. the nice thing about yes, CSX. Yes, sir. Exactly. I am unfiltered. Right. Okay. And I I don't have my uh, uh, cuss jar here. Okay. <laughs> I do put a dollar in the cuss jar. Sometimes yes. I might donate the monthly. Whatever right. to Morehouse or Red Cross, right. mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm watching. And I'm saying, "Wow, Doctor Ferguson and his staff—they if they're listening, they must think I'm crazy." <laughs> and and uh, so I told him, I said, "You just got to forgive me, right. you know." Uh, and and I did have I did get forgiveness from the uh, uh, the bishop of the Episcopal Church because he saw the cuss jar. Oh, yeah. and he said, "What is this?" I said, "Well, it's my." Cuss jar when I curse, you know, mm-hmm. I put a dollar in it. Oh, he's and I give it to charity. Oh, he said, Oh, bless you, my son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, well, if he could forgive, you we know, we can too. <laughs> <laughs> so, first off, what brought you to Washington, D.C.? So, National Geographic is having their homecoming. Basically, what that is, is all the programming and everybody that's been away from COVID, they're back. So, they're coming back, and this is their first week fully, you know, not with the COVID protocols of staying at home. So, you know, we're here helping welcome them back to the, the building. So, so, uh, so uh, Dr. Ferguson, how long has Critter Fixer, what season is this? Um, we're just entering now season four. So we've been filming probably about three and a half years. How did they, how did they uh, uh, get in touch with you? How were you, how were you discovered? Yeah. You know, it's funny, you know, and, it, and I tell kids all the time when I speak to them, if you're good at what you do, they will find you. And literally, I got a a, a DM on my Instagram that said... Uh, What's a DM? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, direct message on okay, Instagram. Yeah, no, it's fine. So they got I got a direct message on Instagram saying, Hey, Dr. Hodges, would you like to have a show? And I talked to him a couple of times, and then I... Now, who so, was they? Uh, our our uh, Hit and Run was our production company. Okay, go so ahead. So Hit and Run... Hit and Run reached out and said, look, we want to develop a, a veterinary film and some, some diversity. And, uh, you know, I call my buddy here. I said, hey, man, uh, we might be on TV. And you'll have to know this young man next to me. He always come up with these ideas. And over the years, I've learned to just say, okay, Hodges. And if it sticks, it does. If mm-hmm. not, I don't put a lot of, a lot of <laughs> thought into it, right? So I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, right. We're going to be on television, you know. 
two veterinarians from this little country yeah, town in but Georgia. But we still got work. We, yeah, we yeah, have to yeah, work, we, right? Yeah, we still but, um, yeah. but it actually, you know, it, it was, and we had to go through this process. They came down for a week, and they shot um, film of us for one week and put together what they call a sizzle reel, which we had no idea what that meant. Mm-hmm. But it's called a sizzle reel, which is, and then they pitched that to networks, which was Nat Geo Wild. And uh, probably, what, three, four months later? Um, initially, they told us, you know, it's kind of a long shot. You know, a lot of people pitch shows and it, a lot of times they don't get pick up if it doesn't it's no big deal but they called us one day and they told us to go sit down call at a certain hour and we had some news for you yeah and we were sitting there and they said do you guys have an agent I'm like of course not why would we have an agent <laughs> and then they're like well congratulations you gotta have a show and the silence you hear now was us we right. never said a word yeah and they said you know you you, you can say something and <laughs> you can like, be excited well, if you want what, to what are we gonna say so, yeah. And that's that's how the show was born. Wow. Yeah. Well, and and at that time, for, let's, let me start here because right. I'm very curious. Where are you physically located? Mm-hmm. We're in central Georgia mm-hmm. in Byron and Bonaire, Georgia, which is an hour and a half south of Atlanta. Okay. So right. we're like okay. right in the middle of Georgia, yep. in rural Georgia where you see peach fields and cows. Yep. If you took a dart and you hit the middle of Georgia, that would be us right off, off I-75. Right in the middle of Georgia. How did your clients find you? I mean, the clients that that you had. How did I mean? You advertise word of mouth, maybe a combination of both. The, what the, the funny thing is, Doctor Hodge and I opened up um, almost twenty five years ago. So at that time, there was no social media. Um, so I can remember he and I would literally make flyers. And we would walk neighborhoods no. and yes. put them on, well, I'm, I was about to say put we them on. Trouble. Initially, we put them in mailboxes until the postmaster rode up on us while we were riding. <laughs> and they were like, you know, it's a fine, a $1,000. You can't put that in the box. Right. So we had to learn to put them on the outside where the little the flag, flag is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so we almost got yeah. in trouble. But um, ground roots. I mean, we walked neighborhoods, walked neighborhoods. We, you know, we joined things like the Rotary Club. We went and spoke to people in the neighborhood to try to, invest ourselves and include ourselves within our neighborhood and that's the process that we use and that we grew from there the the thing that i appreciate uh in in the audience here on sirius uh with urban view is the diversity mm-hmm. and and mo and i'll just i'll just I'll say because it's very important this day and age right. you know it, it's interesting i i when i watch it and I'll say this: it, 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 I'm very proud of the fact that you are black veterinarians, right. mm-hmm. but you're damn good veterinarians. That's right. number one. Right. Uh, and and then number two, the, the folk in Central. This is Central Georgia. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm old enough to right. know. Yes. Look, I know where you are. You know, yes. In this, especially in this day and age, right. in this right. atmosphere. But your they, they don't care. They don't care. Right. It's, These people, your clients don't. don't care what? you know you you hit you know you, definitely we have to be good veterinarians that's where it all starts because everybody wants that pet no matter what it is was it a donkey or a dog they want to get better mm-hmm. so it starts there and you know they just embraced us mm-hmm. and we the biggest you know besides washington dc the biggest uh cherry blossom festival in the world is uh in macon georgia i didn't know that yes. i didn't know because you know right. we think it's here in washington yeah. it's, really? and it's huge and we were the grand marshals last year mm-hmm. first black grand marshal you also uh, we should say uh, you also got a, a a 
the recent yeah. award. Yeah, Critics, Critics Choice. Choice Award. Critics yes. Choice Award. Critics Choice, yes. Right. As, right. as the best animal and ve- animal and nature show on TV. And you know what's great about it? Most it's mostly young folk. Yes. yes. I mean, this yes. is this is yes. mostly young yes. people who yes. put, you know vote and are part right. of that that yes. yeah yeah right. yeah. And 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 so so is it is it difficult being a veterinarian? And I'll mm-hmm. tell you why I asked that question. Okay. Human, a doctor, a human doctor. Mm-hmm. Look, we're all alike. Right. Yes. I got a liver, you got a liver, all sure. God's children yeah. got livers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, we're hoping to help Always. it. Yeah. Animals are so different. I mean, my God, man, yeah. I saw the episode you did with a, a fish. And 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 I and I teased my grandchildren. I said, you know, you can. You can drown a fish, <laughs> and, and, and they thought I was crazy. You yeah. can't drown a fish, but I saw that episode. Right? It's. I mean, they, and I'm thinking, how do you know this? It's, it's, you know, it's just like perfecting a craft. You know, I mean, you come in, you understand, you understand to ask the right questions. The same thing, you know, when a person comes in, they got a animal. You want to ask the right questions, and from that question, you kind of rolling around the diagnosis and your rule outs in your head and then you just find the answer our job is to find the answers right i mean it, it can be difficult at times because we're seeing more and more different species of animals you think about it when you say different species i mean a dog yeah i mean everybody used to have but then, a dog, but then you a have cat, a but then right. you have a bearded dragon then you right. have a a, cho- uh, a chinchilla come in. Then you have a turtle come in. Then you have a spider come in. Then a you spider. have a spider. Yeah. A spider. Then you have a squirrel come in. Then you have may have a deer that shows up. Then you have a goat that shows up. All these things are different. The, anatomically, they're different. So there are things that we can do to one you can't do to the other. There's right. medication that some can have that the other ones can't have. So it definitely, you know, becomes difficult. But our area is something that is just kind of a necessity. You know, like we always say that. There aren't specialists within a couple of hours. A lot of times, animals have issues. They can't wait a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. So, by necessity, we have learned and still continue to learn to treat these different species. Now, there must be a lot of editing. I don't want to give away the. There's the some, zip, but, but it's but it's but it's spurred on. I tell my camera guys, like literally, hey, you better get over here because once I do this C-section on this puppy, I can't put him back. So you better, you know, <laughs> it's it, it's it. Right. You, you right. better get this shot because yeah. once wait, he's wait, out, it's not going to yeah. take two. No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. When it's out of this dog, you better. That's yeah. it. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he was talking about a squirrel. I had a guy who drove up from Florida. He drove three and a half hours, and his squirrel wouldn't eat. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, you think about it. But you look, and you're doing an exam. But I noticed the squirrel was kind of fat and plump. So I was like, okay, it's not nutritional. And just like instead of just like your dentist take dental x-rays, right. I have a small dental x-ray for, for small animals. Right. I took an x-ray, and this squirrel had a bad tooth. So you remove the two. Yep. This squirrel is eating and doing what it's supposed to do. But, you know, squirrels' teeth hurt, too, if they have a bad tooth. Yep. You know, a lot of times, you know, in school, they always say, you know, don't look for zebras. Yeah. Wait, what does that mean? Meaning, you know, zebras are kind of far and in between. Look for the simple thing first. Even though it may be a squirrel come in, don't take your mind to this very exotic disease that it has. What did it have? A Just bad had a tooth. bad tooth. What what is the with each of you? What is the most exotic animal that? Ha- and I think I might have asked this question mm-hmm. the last time we we talked. 
the most exotic animal that's walked through your doors that you've or that you've had to diagnose? For me recently, it was a moray eel. Yeah. Like a moray eel that lives in uh in the in the ocean and it comes out and it's a dive. It's almost like a huge it's just a huge eel with his teeth backwards and these things are make vicious bites in them. So this moray eel had a had a tumor on his nose. So I had to figure out a way to anesthetize this eel, uh, keep keep blood flowing across the gills, and uh, cut this tumor off. And I won't I won't spoil it for the viewers. Oh, that's but, an yeah, exactly. episode. But that's gonna be an episode coming yeah. up. But that was the most exotic. You know, these things lives in the ocean, and you know, we was able to. What about you, Doctor? I think I'm gonna combine two things. One is not that exotic; it's a chinchilla. But the most the strangest thing is so that's something they call pyometra. Where basically the 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 the, in, the reproductive tract of a female becomes infected and full of pus, right? And it's called pyometra. We see it a lot in dogs, and sometimes we see it in cats. You're talking about an animal that's a few grams, and this animal came in very sick. We got X-rays, like you said, we have to be a detective, and we discovered that this animal had a pyometra. Only weighed a few grams. Had to have surgery to have the uterus removed. So that's something that we're diagnosed that I don't know how many times. In, Another in, veterinarian that it would have been diag- diagnosed. Mr. Mass, I'm I must be. You I, can call I, me Joe. Uh, well, Joe you, make, you make me. Uh, so Joe, I literally walked to the X-ray. I said, "Hey, bro, how did you figure this out?" <laughs> it, it, it blew me away. I literally kept asking him. I said, "How did you know that?" I, I literally after I was like, "I was like, how?" I, I mean, I, I I don't know how he figured that out. I mean, on chinchilla. Power me. I was like, how did? I mean, I was blown away. Yeah. I was, I was. I mean, that that case blew me away. That's how. Sometimes it's just you know, you know the the beautiful thing is having each other for the last thirty years. You guys yes. only did, did you meet in school? We met in undergrad at Fort Valley State University. Well, yeah, yeah, yep. a lot. And and that's yes. the other thing. I've had a lot of text messages and emails where people are very proud of the fact. Yes, that you that you have not forgotten your alma mater, right. and that you came from this historically black yeah. Yeah. Uh, school. Two, and, actually, yeah. we double HBCU, Fort Valley State University, and Tuskegee School of Veterinary Medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard so. It, we, like, so know. we definitely that we we definitely proud of it. Did, now, did you did you start your undergraduate years wanting to be veterinarians? He did. I did. You did. Yes, uh, uh, Ferguson. Yes. Doctor Ferguson. Yes, okay. I did. I I I thought I was going to be the first black Jacques Cousteau. I thought I was going to work with just That's why you see me working with fish and mm-hmm. marine cuz my undergraduate degree at Fort Valley was fisheries biology. So I studied fish and and just did a lot of aquatic things. So that's why I'm able to incorporate But where did you grow up? I grew up in rural Georgia, but I would go down to the <laughs> So rest. where is the I, ocean? I, I, it's not. <laughs> hey, dream, so, dream. Dream. So I would watch Jacques Cousteau. No. I, I really would watch the shows with Jacques Cousteau. And I, I just always had this imagination that maybe I would one day go into the deepest, darkest voyages in, in, of the ocean. I always dreamed of that. And that's and then that and that translated to okay I like all animals so now I get to work with fish and eels and now, all types of aquatic yeah, life. So you're at Fort Valley. Mm-hmm. So who graduated first? I graduated first. Okay. Then I you worked, then you I, went to Tuskegee. I worked two years as a veterinary technician. So my story is, I wanted to be a veterinarian since I was eight years old. Why? But it was why I had a dog that was hit by a car, and. When the dog was hit, I started to doctor this dog back to health, you know. But, of course, eight years old, you know, yeah. alcohol, maybe a little um, peroxide. And so I worked on this dog, and the dog improved over the next few days. 
So I thought that I had done something miraculous. Now looking back on as a veterinarian, I didn't do a whole lot. The dog was going to get better anyway. <laughs> but that lit a fire in me to want to become a right. veterinarian. Right. But the big thing in – But you didn't have role models. I did not. Okay. And that's why I was saying the big thing that Dr. Hodge and I now when we do these programs means so much to me because I was later in my – at Fort Valley State University before I saw the first black veterinarian. I had become discouraged. I wasn't even going to veterinary school. I was going to work in fish and wildlife because I had done programs in Maryland and in Alaska in fisheries, and there were people that looked like me doing it. I never, I, I still had never seen a black veterinarian. So I had became discouraged there. I said, okay, I'll go do this. So when I graduated, I worked two years. And then I went back and applied to veterinary school and got in. He graduated a year behind me. Mm-hmm. He went straight in, and I'm a year behind him in veterinary school, but I was a year ahead of him in mm-hmm. undergrad. In undergrad. Yes. Yeah. And and so when when you go to veterinary school, do you specialize or no? You just you you go you you go and you you learn the basic anatomy of the dog, cat, horse, cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the basics, and that's what most veterinarians do. Most most veterinarians don't do what we do. What what does that now? I mean, why? What why, are you talking what, about? What, they don't they don't treat. Everything that walked to the door. Our motto is we treat them all. They don't treat chinchillas. They don't treat hedgehogs. You know, I had a... Have you ever... Let me ask... I'm sorry. Go, yeah, go have you ever... Is there ever any, any animal that you would not treat? There is one. <laughs> now, he, I absolutely refuse to treat primates. I am not treating a monkey. <laughs> monkey, apes, those things. I don't... I, it's too much like a person. I don't want to treat Whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. So... And have people walked in? Oh, yeah, they've asked. They've called and asked. And what, what do you they tell them? They haven't walked in yet, but they, they've, they've called. called and asked. Oh, they've called and yeah, asked. Yeah. So what do you tell them? I said, listen, you probably should find somebody. I'm, I don't choose, I don't want to treat them You try to send them to the Why? university. I just, it's just too much like a person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to treat primates. That's just something. I, if I would have been a physician, if I wanted to treat someone a thumb and, and four fingers. You know, <laughs> I don't want to treat. I just I, mean, so you 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 will stick your hand up a cow's ass. <laughs> yes, for sure. No, no, really. Yeah, yes, yeah. But yeah. I ain't treat monkeys and apes and you know. Matter of fact, I got a call. These these people wanted me to uh, give some birth control to a lemur, uh, which is smaller monkey. No, I, right. I, yeah. I like now. Nah. I know. Get somebody else. I don't. I don't want to do that. I'm not. I'm yeah, you not. The line I draw the line. And that's the only thing. I am not treating primates. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, any, any, you, Doctor Ferguson? Um, I probably would see a primate. Yeah. Cautiously, because well, the no, thing about it. What I don't because understand. the thing. No, the thing I about mean, it I, is, I'm trying is, to, is, uh, is they're hard to restrain. Right. They're strong. Right. Um, Man, go ahead and tell them what they do, though. And they like. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Just wait a minute. Wait a minute. This, <laughs> this, wait a minute. This, I, we're I'm, going I'm down the right road. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. This is a. This is, how, how tall are you? 6'2. And can't handle a freaking chicken. You know I'm cleaning yes. up my oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you know I'm yeah, cleaning yeah, my yeah. show. Yeah. But wait a minute. You are, and I know because I watch it. Yes, show. you're correct. You are afraid of chickens. Yes. I was pecked when I was small by a rooster. <laughs> yeah, so you know, you know, my great aunt had a uh, had a chicken coop, yeah. and uh, my brother's older than I am, right? So I would always go in with my brother to collect the eggs, right? But that one day, my brother was not there, right? But great aunt don't, didn't care. You going to get those eggs? Didn't get the eggs. Right? So I was very cautious. I had a basket, and I went in very cautiously, 
went to the little hen house, got, and I got all the eggs in. And as I was approaching the gate, maybe 10 feet from where I was, I said, you know, the rooster was there just kind of walking behind, but not close. I thought I was home free. So I started running. And I, as you I, know why I'm cracking up? Yeah. Your, your partner in here, Dr. Hodges, has yeah. probably heard this story a hundred yeah. times, and he's still laughing. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So as I, you know, start to sprint with these eggs in my hand and to the gate, because I think I'm home free, right. the rooster flew, and he hit me right between the legs. Ooh. And I threw eggs. You'd have thought I was shot with a cannon. I threw eggs everywhere, and I laid out and rolled all on the ground. Ah, and hollering this everything. has stuck with you yes, all these years. It has, yeah. Wow. And if they flutter, like like I'll see them. Yeah. But like if they're not restrained, you know, my wing may come out and they flutter. I'm out of the room. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm it, I'm I'm working on it, but I'm just not there yet. Now, does this is this is this all found like uh, like uh, owls and? It's mostly chickens. Eagles. They all have to be. <laughs> they have to be restrained, though. You know, okay. if I got and and, yeah. and, and I would have pretty good at it. I, you know, I've seen owls. We did. We yeah. pinned an owl with the broken broken wings. So all those things are fine. It's just a chicken. Yeah. It's just what that, What are young people saying to you, uh, especially young African Americans? I mean, this yeah. is. I, I mean, you must get a lot of of, of text messages oh, and yeah. emails. Yes. I mean, because we're we're almost like when it comes to animals, we're these kids superhero. They have no outlet. I mean, if they want to be a veterinarian and they want to see a black veterinarian, th- there's right. we're it. You're it. Right. Right. So grandmas, moms, they're always reaching out. These kids are, are reaching out. Um, I would say we probably get five to seven messages a day. Yeah. So you know, we we definitely uh, you know, but but we came up with a solution. Yeah. What was that? Now? Yeah. So we we do a program called Vet for a Day, okay, which is a program that um we designed because we're always getting calls. You know, it may be a mom or uncle or sister mm-hmm. or how did my kid become a veterinarian? What do I do? So Dr. Hodges called one day and we kind of put our heads together and we formed a, a, a program called Vet for a Day where we bring the kids in for a full day. Where do the kids come from? Where do the young kids come all from? over the country? We did one. That we oh, did yeah. the really? first one that we did at our clinic, and we partnered with Fort Valley. We had kids from how many states? Uh, four. Four states right. that were there. And what we do is the first half of the day is that we bring the kids in, and we talk to them about more of the how to become veterinarians, what each step looks like. One of the beauties of where we are, we're close to Fort Valley State University, that has a veterinary science program. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the veterinary technicians that we have. They come through us there, and we either send them to veterinary school or they're going to be veterinary technicians. But when we do our program, we have accessibility to them. So we may have a kid who just entered Fort Valley, and they were talking about, okay, this is how first year looks. I see. Undergrad. Then we have some who applied to veterinary school, and they can talk about this is the application process I had to go through, very strenuous. And we have kids that are in veterinary school can talk about where they are during this process. So it educates the parents as well as the kids. Now in the afternoon, is the fun time he calls. See, he now, does, what, what, what's fun about yeah. that? What's well, fun? they get to see us, watch us perform surgery. They right. get to help with endoscopes. They get to do exams on animals. They get to hold exotic animals and, and different things. So yeah. we make it where they get to oh, touch things yeah. in the afternoon. So but, it's a hands-on. But the, the interesting thing, it was recognized. Or we didn't know. You know, a Zoetis Foundation said, you know what? This needs to be nationwide. Yeah. Can you yeah. guys do this nationwide? And we're like, sure. And and it's all about that Tuskegee network because if you see a black veterinarian, there's a seven what seventy five percent chance that 
he went to Tuskegee or she Tuskegee. went because yeah. because it's the only HBCU yeah. best school. Yeah, we used to say that You're about right. MDs. Right. And when I was growing right. up in my neighborhood, if you had a black doctor, I guarantee you they went to Meharry. Right. They went to Meharry. Mm-hmm. Same right. same thing. Yeah. So so we ended up going to to uh, Houston. We mm-hmm. did it in Houston. Huge crowd. We went to St. St. Louis. The St. Louis Zoo got on, on board. Mm-hmm. So they and Perina. We went to Vegas. We did it. And we also, the American Veterinary Medical Association, which is over all veterinarians, said, we want this program. So we went to Philly to an all-black high school, mm-hmm. the largest agricultural high school in the country. Yep, and we did Yep, and we did it. Now, is this mostly uh, uh, rural areas? And the reason I ask mm-hmm. is, is, you know, we have... There are animals in urban areas. Right, right. I mean, right. Yeah, they're, not, they're, right. They're, they're not just rural. No. So okay. when we go to that no. area, there's a, you know, a process of them applying because we can't take a 1,000. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we're not limited to rural. Yeah, because a lot of, no, because a lot when of you aren't. think about, you know, yeah. uh, uh, an urban area, I yeah. mean, you're in middle Georgia. Right. right. But imagine how many animals must be in DeKalb yeah. County right. and, yes. and yeah. Atlanta. For yeah. sure. We, yeah. it's, it's funny you said it. So we went to Miami Zoo last week and took kids to, to – we saw – it was it was really interesting because the first day we saw about 150 kids. What do you think? Most of them was Hispanic, you think? Yes. The next day was, was mostly uh, black. Mm-hmm. And the third day was mostly black. So it was kind of – we hit maybe 300 kids of, of, of different – you know, origins. And then, like I say, it was interesting to sit last week before we left. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Zoo came down to visit with us, and so they were. We honestly, it caught us off guard because, you know, oftentimes, oftentimes you think in the zoo, you think we mean with three vice presidents. So we're sitting with three vice presidents, and they're all black. That's the beautiful thing about mm-hmm. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They were all on board. So we're excited to take this program to yeah, the Atlanta Zoo with them. and yeah. partner with the aquarium. So we're going to be able to hit a lot of kids in the city of Atlanta. What, yeah. what, and we've got about uh, right. 10 minutes left. But mm-hmm. what, where, where do you want to go from here? I mean, what's your, what's your, your goal? Uh, Obviously, so, uh, this is a very successful uh, program. Right. Uh, I mean, and and right. I mean with in right. terms of the uh, the cable show. Right. Uh, where do you want to go at, at this point, um, Joe? You know, Doctor Hodge and I. We always say we have everything that we need and a whole lot of things that we've wanted in life. So it's not about us anymore. So our goal now is to try to increase that one point five percent black um, in veterinary medicine or minorities in veterinary medicine. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this program. That's why we're expanding. This year, we hope we did six spots this year. We still have um, Southern University to do this year, but we're trying to do 20 stops next year. We're trying to partner with the schools of veterinary medicine because it doesn't matter what we do in talking to kids and prepare them. If the schools don't let them in, they still can't become veterinarians. So we need to try to increase their diversity in the classes so that we can increase the diversity of veterinarians that are out in the field. But the, and as far uh, as the show, yeah, the show, yeah. the show, we we plan to continue because it gives us a platform. Yeah, you know, yes. yeah. I mean, we yeah. get to come here and sit with you, so people yeah. hear, so they hear about those programs. Yeah. Right. We go in front of Good Morning America and talk. And so, so Tamarin Hall, she literally will text like, "When y'all coming back?" And we yeah. get so yeah. so the show. It, you it's, know, it, it, it's it, gives, a it gives you that it gives exposure us, exactly. uh, that that you need, yes. um, and and I got to tell you, I, I actually, uh, I was, and I'll go, I'll go, 
I'll end where I started with uh, with uh, Dr. Ferguson <laughs> texting me. I can't even remember what yeah. the email was, but yeah. that he listened to the yeah. show. And I'm telling you, my honest reaction was, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but even then, like Mr. Madison, that was before the show. We even had a show then when I first heard you. Oh, right? okay. But we were doing what we do now. Right. It was a college tour where we had kids that are that were in middle school we take them to different universities on a college tour to expose them to right, these schools. Right. So when they get to high school, when their first school calls and said, come to my school, their eyes are not big. I've been there. I can make an educated decision on a choice on where I want to go to school. Right. So that was a part of a nonprofit um, organization that we were doing, and it just happened to be flipped on the joke. But I told you, sometimes you had to be profound, right? To be profound. Yeah, sometimes you have to be, what is it? To be profound. To be profound. Correct. And let me say this, And by the way, there is nothing these kids have learned. That was my point. you right about that. That was my point. My point was, listen, it's a Disney show. <laughs> and and every now and oh, then, your di- oh, your National Geographic Wild, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's a, Disney owns National Geographic right, Wild, right. so they cut most uh, every now and then. We get we might say some adult words too. It get a little stressful sometimes. But, sometimes. Wait, 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 yeah. but you get to edit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you get so, you get to, exactly you get to edit. But but the thing I saw, but I got to tell you, here's like I got to do this. The sleep, the sleep there. I'm gonna try this on. You know. Yeah. Uh, now, if I had a, I don't know, if I had a, hey, you got to come in here. She's going to come in here. You know. Now, you got to so, take, you, hold on a second. So, you line your thumb up okay. so we know the thumb is here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got to tell you, this is, this is a real treat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to ask y'all. I, I started, you know, I was, I, I was telling my audience that um, there is, about how the term bullshit got started. <laughs> okay. Do, I, do you know? I don't know. Tell me. Oh, he might know. No, because I heard you talk about it that oh. morning. Yeah. That's the only reason. Oh, you heard me this yeah, morning. I, okay. Yeah, no, you, you spoke about it another morning. I talked about another morning. Yeah, you sure did. And if I recall, they wanted manure for the fields. Manure comes right. from cows. Correct. Right. They wanted manure. Right. But then they brought some that was not very good manure. No, I, I, let me get it. Here get it right. Okay. They, they, yeah. Okay. Because I, I was because I, I was channeling Dick Gregory, and I, yeah. I would ask Dick questions like that. Yeah. You know, because it's been that word's been around for, for centuries. Yeah. yeah. And so I looked it up. Uh-huh. So cow manure, cow manure has value. That's why people use it Uh for, I used to use it to grow roses, fertilizer. Uh Bullshit, Uh because of the uh, testosterone, Testosterone. has no value. Okay. Oh, gotcha. There's no value. It's not, not, there's no value. So farmers used to spike cow manure with with bullshit. So you think you're buying a 20-pound bag of bullshit and 10 <laughs> or 5 pounds of it, Yeah. I mean a cow manure, uh, and 5 uh, pounds of it would be bullshit. 
I love it. Wow, I love and, it. And now y'all can go check that out. You're the, you're the yeah. best. But I looked it up. Yeah. I mean, I went. And that's you, right. you, so, I got the word. So, don't be surprised you hear that on the episode. We <laughs> 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 might say bull manure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I, because I, uh, I heard you say, you told one of your clients, uh, who did uh, tried to self treat somebody? He said, "Look, go to quit going to Doctor Google." Doctor Google, yes. and yes, I, they will. I bring that. Yeah. I do that now. Right. Right. Check out Doctor yeah. Google. Exactly. But I but I looked it up, and I and I just typed in. I said, "Where did? What's the origin of the word bullshit?" Yeah, and that makes and, a lot of and sense. And it though. came it came up <laughs> bull. It has no value, and and, and so the farmers would tell the guy selling the manure. Oh, you spiked that, that with was bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Then it took a meaning of it all, huh? It. And it blew from yeah. there. Yeah, all, right. all right. Now, all right, hold on a second. All right. So they're telling line me. your thumb up. Hold on. Now, I got my thumb lying. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I, all right, here yeah. we go. Well, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Put it all the way up all to your shoulder. All the way up, because if you're not, <laughs> well, you you're going to have some bull manure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it has no value, but it's going to smell. Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. All right, here we go. Here we go. I would see this is radio. Y'all can't see this. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Got to go all the way, right? Yeah. Yes. Please feel. All there right. you go. But, you but we'll put this online. We'll put this yeah. online. We'll get this online. Okay, whatever. I- so yeah, there you go. Now, do you have to powder your hands? No, <laughs> no, you, you, you pour, you you pour mineral all over. It. So you, it. you, you pour mineral mineral all over. It. Yep. And then look, you hold your hand like this. Right, like no, this. Tight, no, no, yeah. Tighten it. There we go. Oh, like, there you go. Yes. like that. Because when you go in there, you want to make sure you you kind of you gotta think you gotta be sensitive to this guy. <laughs> 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 so that's how you go in. Right. Yeah. And you go in and you just you just kind of ease in that, and then it gets tight about right here. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it's small here, uh-huh. and then once you in, it gets tighter right there. Right. And they'll squeeze down a little bit. You just let them relax. Yep. And you just ease it on there. Yeah, you want to be slow. So it almost feels like a piece of rope. That's the cervix. Mm-hmm. So so you're in the cervix. So when you, you sweep, you almost feel like a, the cervix. Mm-hmm. And then you feel for a baby. If it's a baby in there, you can almost bounce like a basketball. Yep. Really? Yes. So once you go, you got the bottom of the pelvis, bone. Uh-huh. And then it's going to be like you fall off a cliff. And once you go there off the cliff, right. that's what that baby, baby can bounce. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right in the middle. Right I mean, in the you're, middle. In that, you're in the ab- uh, abdominal cavity then. Right. So you can feel through where you are. Yeah. And you either bounce it or you can feel... Certain areas, which yeah. is a little more my, in detail, but yeah. All right. my, yeah, this is this is history. My first, <laughs> my first lesson, yes, at going up. It's called. We gonna get you right. It's called palpation. Rectal palpation. Yeah. Rectal palpation. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You're tested for my pregnancy. first, my first. I'm gonna hang this somewhere here on, in the studio. All right. Okay. They're telling me I got, we're having right. too much fun. Right. That's right. So it's definitely fun. Right. Let, that, man, let me thank you, Doctor Ferguson and and Doctor Hodges. It, it, a big treat, yes. uh, and uh, more and success, man. I Thank mean, you. on all the projects Thank you. that that you do. So next time, and and you know, we were all we, we were all planning to go to uh, Ben's Chili Bowl, but I understand yeah, y'all yeah, got you're taking us back yeah, over. That's right, because uh, I'm flying out of here at five o'clock. So, oh, well, so yeah. the president wants to kidnap us and go to lunch. So well, we you go. Okay, I understand. Yes, y'all, yes, y'all, y'all you go, tell him I said hello. I'll yes. Go. Good. Luck. Well, I won't get political. Well, let me. Yes. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna help you with that. Uh-huh. How you taking it off? 
Oh, okay. No, no. You saw how you grabbed it right yeah. here? Then you're going to have a handful of what? Yeah, because all this is bull so, manure. So, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so grab it here. So and ro- it there yeah. we go. Roll it out. Okay. There you go. All right. Honorary veterinarian. All right. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> Thank man. you for having us. God bless. All yeah. right. I'm Madison here on Sirius XM Urban View. Critter fixers. Yes, sir. Yes. Check them out. You can listen to yours truly, Madison the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.